Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. I am Whitney Wiley. And today I have with me my fabulous Fab Five sisters, Kathleen, Catherine, and Sarah. Claudette is flying. She's flying. I fly flying <laughs> high. And there you are with the I fly. I love it. I love it. So today we are going to be talking about control. What is control? What isn't control? How can you be in control? What is the illusion of control? And why does any of this matter? Uh, Kathleen, (laughs) you're going to lead our conversation today. But what is it that is about control that you think gives us all such um, challenges in our lives? That's a great question, Whitney. You know, over the weekend, my, well, Friday morning, my sister called or my mother called and said that her, my sister's partner died of a sudden heart attack. And two days later, her son's father died of a heart attack suddenly. And so over the weekend, I had all kinds of experiences about letting go of control because when we think that we're in control of anything is when we cause anxiety, depression, uh, stress, overload of work, illnesses in our body. We think that for whatever reason, we need to control things. And, And it is our mind that creates that need to control because Our need to control, our brain is there to protect us and it has a protection mechanism. So where if we've experienced something, it's that flight or freeze response. And it is a natural response to want to control what's happening in our life because of our experiences as children, our experiences as an adult, whatever our experience is, our belief in our brain is that if we control the outcome of what's in front of us, then we'll be protected, then we'll be safe. But the fact is what we're doing is that we're re-causing additional pain, stress, anxiety, and you're almost recreating the experiences that you had as a child, as an adult. So it is natural to want to control something. However, when we control, it causes more stress, it causes more pain. And when we drop into our heart and allow our heart to open up and guide us, which when I I say our heart, our gut, it is really the great spirit that's within us that is guiding us in life and allowing more flow in our life. 
So it brings more joy. And I just, you know, I have a friend that was reading a, a book and Anita Morgiani's book, and I can't remember the exact title of it, but it has a quote in it. And I want to bring out the quote. It is not our job to rescue people at your expense or convenient, convince them that what is possible if they don't believe you. Your only job is to improve, empower yourself, to stay connected to your center and allow your presence to inspire others so they know what is possible in order to heal, if it's their fate to do so. So in other words, bring it back to my story of over the weekend, you know, it's been my role, my family to fix things, to create things, to to um, be the responsible one. It's been like, it's been my role over the years to control the situations because it was so chaotic for many, many years as, as a child. So I, I created that belief that I needed to be the one in control to make sure everything was safe. And the fact was this weekend, all I could do, because I'm literally on the other side of the country now. So it's interesting how the divine works in all of these situations, but I'm on literally the other side of the country. I had no ability to control anything or to fix anything for my family. And so all I had to do and all I got to do, and I I really want to rephrase that and repeat it, is all I got to do, all I, I was able to do was to hold love and peace and understanding. So I got to show up for who I was, not to create anything different, because it is going to be a journey for them. And so it was just interesting in in regards to the control and what we think we have control over. We have zero control over and we only cause more pain. So Sarah, you know, you look like you're ready to go and jump in. So go for it. Your insight is so powerful and and so broad and understanding, you know, the true deep value of it. Um, and also to ebb and flow with it, right? And to adjust yourself in how you're responding to it and to different situations. I think that's so beautiful. And just really you showing up for your family in that way had to be really powerful. I'd love to ask you, you know, what was different for how they responded to you this time? Well, it was calmer. There was less stress. There was less anxiety. There was less chaos. You know, in the past, I would have tried to fix it, which means how it's received by others is that they need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Like they're doing something wrong. They're not doing anything wrong. Everyone grieves very differently. You know, think about her son that loses someone that's in her life now in his life now that really was like a dad to him um, truly treated him well gave to him cared for him and then two days later he actually loses his birth father which he was close to as well so his response in addition to my sister's response I mean it's just I'm speaking to grief because I know it so well you know that that's what I do I help people move through sudden loss So just seeing this experience of what sudden loss does in the moment and how different people are affected different ways and how everyone reacts differently. You know, her son, his reaction is explosive, confrontational, angry. You know, that's his reaction. 
my sister's reaction is still numb and loss and not knowing what to do, you know, just so heavy with pain. So they're, they're reacting differently. And so what I got to do was to share my experience and my expertise with my sister. So she could respond or not differently to her son. Mm, wow. And with my parents to the chaos that, are, that they're going into, it's chaos because it's extreme loss. That's it. No judgment. No. And I think their ability to receive that because I was just holding compassion and sharing information when they were ready to receive it. So that's the other thing is like when we give up control of anything and everything, it is so freeing that you get to just be who you are. And when we try to control anything, we believe we're not good enough. We believe that we have to fix something of ourselves because when we're trying to fix something else, someone else, it's really about fixing ourselves. And so the other thing I just want to share is I work with a, a coach and I think I would encourage everybody if you have the opportunity to work with a coach, no matter where you are in life. We were on the phone the other day and she shared this with me because I was struggling with being in my head versus my heart. And she said, do I want my limited brain to answer or do I want the infinite wisdom to answer? Because our limited brain that wants to control and protect is controlling and protect out of the, the belief that something bad's going to happen. And when we let the infinite wisdom lead us, then we're living in the knowing that all is well. And we're okay. And we're taken care of. And we get to take action from that space. Doesn't mean you don't take action. It just means you take action from the space of calm and peace and love. And I'm also hearing pure acceptance of yourself in that moment and true love of yourself and and no judgment, right? Exactly. Which no judgment on them, you Mm -hmm. know? So I'm curious for everyone, you know, Sarah, feel, feel free to keep going, but I'm curious what control means to anyone else. Yeah, I think about this in terms of the, and this comes from Tony Robbins. I'm sure it's not his, but our human needs, right? Our six human needs in this, this concept of certainty, control and certainty. We want to control things because we want to know that things are going to be a particular way. And the only way that I know that something's going to get done is if I do it. The only way I know, right, is if I, because in the end, I can't control anyone else, right? I can't change other people. I can't control other people. And so there is a sense of if I do it, if I stay in control, I can get the certainty that comes along with that. And you're absolutely right, Kathleen, that there, <laughs> it's an illusion it, because there are so many variables, so many factors that come into play that it, you really can't. And what you get in return 
particularly when things don't go your way or someone tries to exercise that control over you is rebellion. And I had for a very long time sort of embraced this identity of being a rebel. And it came from wanting to be in control and having other people trying to control or life just sort of coming along and reminding me that I wasn't in control. So I was like, well, I'm just going to be a rebel. And the resistance that builds up and then the next thing you know, you're massively unhappy or worse, depressed, right? And operating from a place of, you know, mental, emotional unwellness. And so we absolutely have to let go. We have to exercise. And we talk about this a lot here, forgiveness and grace for others and for ourselves. Because in the end, we don't control what happens around us. And to the degree we have any control over anything, it's how we respond to things. And so we get to choose. We get to choose how to respond. So I get to choose to be a rebel. I get to choose to be resistant. I get to choose whether or not to be upset or offended or put upon when other people are trying to manipulate or control me or or get me to do whatever. And I think about how I go sort of to my, I would say to to a safe place when things are out of control, the and I feel out of control, the mechanism that I have learn to turn to is one of quiet, uh, solitude, meditation, taking the time to go within, reminding myself how to, reminding myself that I'm not in control and to let go, really to let go. And then to do those things that I know that I'm really good at, to reinforce the other part of that. So I can still have the certainty while living in the uncertainty and letting go of the resistance. So for instance, one of the things that I am very confident in that allows me to sort of sit in a place of certainty is when I get to use my brain. I'm really confident that I'm a smart girl. I can learn things. I can do things. And so I will turn to that rather than, or have turned to that rather than sort of embracing, like you said, the heart side, the artistic side, the creative side of me. And to, and to sort of turn to the more left-brained things because that's where the confidence lies. That was where the um, where I felt like there was that certainty and I can control what I can control. I can control everything I learned. I, I didn't feel like I could control sort of the artistic side because I didn't think I was. 
artistic or creative. And when I started to let go of that and to just step into it, toe, foot, you know, put some bear, some weight on those feet in that, it actually started to unfold and my ability to flow with what's happening in life started to manifest more than it had before. So I get it, right? I get our need. And all I would say is that what we have to ultimately do is to recognize that it is a need. That doesn't mean it has to be your driving need. It just is a need. Right. And we've got six of them and they manifest in different orders in different people. And so we have to just sort of embrace the fact that that's there and then be okay with letting go so that we can move forward. Yeah, that's a that's really good. And what all of what you said, Whitney, brings me to the fact that the need to control comes from fear. And I was just guided while you were talking to draw an oracle card from one of my decks. So I was just guided. And the card that came out was goblin number five. And it's interesting because the goblin says, fear is an illusion. Choose love today forgive yourself and others. And I could go on and read the whole thing, but that's the key, right? Is that when we're in fear, we're not in love. We're not operating from the space of knowing that we are loved, that we are loved. And um, I just, it creates a lot of misalignment, I guess is what I would say. And your body knows. So I'm curious, you know, based on your fitness fit district and all that Catherine does is that your body knows when you're stressed and when you're trying to control. So what are your, our our bodies? And I was going, that's where I was going with fear. Cause when you such a beautiful, thank you for sharing that beautiful card. Cause when we get right down to the nitty gritty of this illusion of control, it is fear. There's lots of fears out there. The two main one that a lot of the fears are really connected and rooted in is either the fear of rejection or the fear of failure, right? So control is just that. And I have, it's a behavioral, let me go deeper. It's a control is a behavioral pattern that comes out of fear, right? And so it's, it's our behaviors around that. That can, you know, if someone goes, oh, she's controlling or like, it's just the behavior patterns of somebody feeling fearful. So if we can first, I've had big lessons on this lately about my story, about people who I am categorizing as controlling, right? And so that's, that is my story to, that I got to look at and shift and give the give people grace who I was judging or categorizing as being controlling. What is my story that, because what I found is these people who I care deeply about, who I am, you know, at one point just sort of unconsciously categorizing as controlling, it's really their behavior. 
And I had a story around that. So what this is both sides, whether you're feeling like you're, you know, acting out of fear and being controlling, or you're feeling your story you're telling yourself is I'm being controlled. Give grace to yourself and the person, because that's also just a story in your head. Because this other person is just acting out of some other place. So big ahas for me on on that, which was major, because one of the things that's important to me is that how I'm showing up in the world is a person that makes people feel seen and heard and loved. And because of this, and that was the opposite of what was happening is I was making people not feel seen or heard or loved and that I didn't care because of some of these stories around being controlled or not being controlled. So first of all, this thing of control, it's all, first of all, it's all stories. Okay. And it, that's why we call it an illusion. That's what we mean. We, we all have stories and meanings that we're giving to things. That's number one. Number two is me trying to control things in my life through this fit district journey. And like, you just can't (laughs) control everything. What we can control, the only thing we can control is how we are taking care of ourselves, our mindset, our consciousness around stories and judgments, our actions, our bodies, our mind, body, spirit, and how we're showing up are the only things that we can control. Not time, not other people, right? And so I had a big, big illusion of control with time. And all it did was work against me, make me frustrated, make the people I care about most feel not seen, not heard, disregarded, because I was always acting out of some fearful place. Like I was running out of time and running out of time and running out of time or timelines being pushed back and time, time, time. And boy, was I stressing myself out and everybody around me. And I had no control. And I still woke up the next day and had the whole day of time and time. And and I'm still here and there's plenty of time to do the thing. So I'm just saying like, when we, it's like this, the, the question, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be free? Mm. You want to be right? Or do you want to be free? Another big aha on control is I think it's very important in our lives to confront things and confront people. And when I use the word confront, you can fill in the word carefront because I think it's also a beautiful word because confronting or carefronting on, I just realized too, by the way, it, we are recording this. It's not going to come out on Valentine's day, but it is Valentine's day. It's a day of love. And so a way to show people you love them is to be real and truthful and honest with them. You can call that a confront or a care front. And, and I think you need to pick and choose things as well. I could confront on a thousand things a day and I don't, but the important things were, you know, because when we don't, we're causing, causing resentment in a relationship and dishonesty and lowering of boundaries and all these things are not good for our souls. So another big thing around confront is I thought, well, maybe like I won't confront this person because I'm afraid because I was afraid how they would react or or upsetting them. 
when really it's an act of love to deepen our relationship and to serve a bigger thing outside of myself, we are not in control of people's reactions. We are not in control. It is not our responsibility to take on how somebody may react or somebody's reaction. Oh my gosh, don't tell so-and-so because they're going to freak out. Or, oh my gosh, I can't share this because they're going to freak out. Or, oh my gosh, let me filter how I'm saying this because this person's going to freak out. We are not in control ever of someone else's reactions. And this is something that I see that holds so many people back every day because they are fearful of that. So release, if you do anything, release the control today of thinking you're going to control how someone else's reaction is going to be. It's not your job. It's not your problem. It's your job to show up in a beautiful way in truth and honesty so you don't carry things that's going to just continue to burden the relationship. So for me, there were several examples of control and big ahas in there from, you know, releasing what we're trying to control and allow some of the, the universe and other forces around us. And there are great forces all around us to show up because they do. And when you're trying and you feel like you're going like Abraham Hicks calls it swimming upstream, you feel like you're swimming upstream on things. It's a good indication to release some control. That's like the feeling is like, this is like an uphill battle. Maybe it's time for me to just release something here. It's also a good indication. Uh, Catherine, I love that. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing a real example about what relationships are about, right? Is that, and I might even go even further is that we really don't have any control over even some of the things that happen with us, you know, what we have control over. There's only, you know, Jack Canfield says this, E plus R equals O. There's events in your life. There's the outcome. And then what's what's in the middle is your response to those events. And the only thing you have any control over is the response in which how you want to live your life, period. Do you want to live your life and flow and enjoy and be aware when you're not, then that's the way to go. Because when we think we control anything is when we're really way off base. <laughs> we're just, we're not in, in alignment with our soul's purpose. And our soul's purpose can be as little as controlling. But let me just go back to an example. I was on the phone with Catherine the other day and I walked to Starbucks Starbucks was closed on the inside. So I said, well, I'll just go to the drive up and get a coffee in the drive up. I go to the drive up. Of course, I'm walking and they wouldn't give me a coffee. And that pissed me off. It made me mad because I was like, hold it. All I want is a coffee. I want to give you my money. I want to give you five bucks for a little measly coffee. And you're choosing to tell me I can't. And so, again, it kind of goes back to what Whitney said earlier is that, you know, don't tell me I can do anything or can't do anything because I am, (laughs) you know. And then I realized after it's like, you know what, I just wasn't meant to have a coffee from Starbucks. I can go home and make my own for 50 cents. You know, I don't need to spend five dollars. And so it was a beautiful lesson of wanting to control a situation Cause I really pressed the uh, clerk. You're like, I really pressed him. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
five dollars for a cup of coffee and i said i was like pressing too from the phone (laughs) like it was I mean, listen, I think he should have given you the coffee. That's a whole other show topic. But yes, I love your message. It's beautiful. No, it can be little things that we think we have control over, or they can be big things like sudden death. You know, whatever it is in the moment, if we're feeling out of alignment, then know there's something that we get to work on internally. That's it. Like it's really a self-motivating opportunity when you feel stress and anxiety to go in and see what you're trying to control and why. And once you become aware of it, hold yourself with grace and ease. I want to just reiterate a point that piggybacks on what you guys have said that I don't think we've made, which is that this is not a one and done proposition, right? And so a question that I get lot from clients is that they've done something and they think that, okay, now that I'm aware of it and I've fixed it in my with my air quotes, that they don't have to do it again. And letting go, recognizing that you are not in control and letting go is something that you're going to have to do over and over and over again. And the best that is going to happen for you is this is not mine, is this concept that's called the diff. It's duration, intensity, and frequency. And what that means is that the more you are consciously aware and intentionally making choices, that the duration with which this battle, this illusion, and and any particular battle with control, this illusion of control event lasts, will start to get shorter, right? Because you're aware of what's going on. And and it's, it's a practice. It's like yoga or meditation, And so it will last longer. The intensity with which you are feeling this need to be in control, it will also start to lessen. Kathleen's talking about the Starbucks incident. I don't know Kathleen from five years ago or 10 years ago. That may have had her in a tizzy for longer than the 33 seconds, then she was like, you know what? I would have left Maybe I'm just not meant to have a coffee today, right? I would not have left the drive-up window. See, that's, and, how, that's how I think I, you tell me I can't. How you've grown, right? Yeah. Exactly. Let's just give it up for that. <laughs> and, but that's the result of doing this over and over and over again, to being aware, to being in the moment, to living in the presence. And then the final one is frequency how often this happens. 10 years ago, this battle with the control may have happened every single day, multiple times a day with whomever was in your presence, right? And then it became, it wasn't every day. Then it wasn't every week. Then it wasn't every month. And so now it may be once or twice a year, right? And it happens for a really short period of time. And then you you recognize what's going on and then you move through it and move on. 
And so what I I just want to reiterate is don't feel like if you did something two weeks ago and you're like, oh, okay, I'm not in control. I'm going to let this go. And then it happens again that there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. That's you trying to be in control, (laughs) right? And so don't get wrapped up in that and just recognize it's not a one and done. It's going to happen and it's a process. It is a process of letting go, recognizing what's going on and letting go. And, And you've got to be okay with that. And you've got to give yourself grace as part of that process. Yeah. And so in closing, I know that we're going to uh, wrap up. So Catherine, you can go after me, but, uh, and then Whitney can close it up for us. But what I want to just add is that you don't need to be fixed. Whitney alluded to that a little and mentioned it, but I wanted to specifically tell you, you do not need to be fixed. You get to become aware of what no longer is working for you. If it's coming to the surface, it's coming up to go. It's not that you get to hold on to it or need to hold on to it. It's coming up to the surface. So you get to become aware of it. You get to hold yourself in compassion and hold other people in compassion and to start to shift in the the way that you respond to life. That's it. You don't have to react. You get to respond. And so I hope that these messages about control helps to free you. And if not, Listen next week. That's I'm sure you'll hear something more about control next week. <laughs> Catherine. Um, yeah, I love it. I, Whitney, I just I absolutely love your messaging around, you know, this is a journey. We are all perfectly imperfect. We're all humans. And this is a journey because often things stories around control, whether, you know, whatever side of it, whether it's, you know, I'm controlling or I am afraid of controlling people, whatever the story and every, all the stories in between, it's a story and it's often deep rooted. It's often deeply rooted, which is a journey to unpack and begin to maybe relearn some things. But so, so just go with grace with yourself, be in tune with your body and how things feel, let go, let it flow to Whitney's um, beautiful messaging, you know, let go and let it flow, feel that flow of life rather than uphill battle or uphill stream, right? Like you're, you're trying to go against the current when you feel like you're going against It's like a new approach or just a letting go, right? Not saying give up, but a new approach or a new mindset will serve you. I promise. I've been there. It will serve you. Even if it's just, I'm going to like, just not focus on this thing for two days and just release it for a couple of days. Things will come in to help get into more of a flow space, right? Answers will come in. Problems to solutions will come in. Relationships will calm. And so I think that's it. I think that's my final there is just let go and let it flow when you're feeling like it's it's becoming a battle. 
I love that. So, you know, as we wrap up today, I just want to remind you that the way you navigate control, the way you embrace the illusion of control is a journey. And you can open up to what's in it for you. You can get curious. I love, love, love what you said, Kathleen, that when it comes up, it's coming up to go. It's coming up to go. And so help it. (laughs) Get curious about it. And then send it lovingly along, uh, along its way. You know, just release it in love, gratitude. And remember, it's not about reacting. It's about responding. And you get to decide how you respond. So respond in love, respond in grace with with forgiveness and just knowing that it is a part of your life. It's a part of your journey. And this this topic of control and certainty to a great degree, it is a human need that you have, but you don't have to let it control you. So move forward with love and grace. We thank you for joining us. If you have not already, we invite you to visit us on our Facebook page, on Instagram, to leave a review and rating. We would love to hear from you. And we let you go today with love and grace. Have a beautiful one. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.